Rika Technologies and GotAnAppIdea.com present this week's episode of Incubate This in partnership with The Rika Show. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Incubate This in podcast partnership with The Rika Show. We, this is the uh, second installment of our Getting to Know You series, where we are talking to Daryl Brogdon, who is the CIO of Rika Technologies and GotAnAppIdea.com. So hi, Daryl. Hi. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, maybe how you got into software, anything you think that people would like to know. Uh, how did I get into software? Um, it was in the mid-90s, right as the web was taking off. And back then, they'd put a mirror under your nose, and if it fogged up, you got the job. But this is what I wanted to do since I was 10 years old, so it was lucky for me. How did you get started when you were 10? Um, there was a show in the 80s called Whiz Kids, and it lasted for about half a season. And I remember seeing that show. You remember the old modems where you'd put the phone on top of the modem? Yep. And I saw that, and I like, that's what I want to do. I don't know why. I've, I've since since looked it up on YouTube and it was a terrible show, but, uh, uh, yeah, there was just something about that because there was these kids, they had all these computers. Of course they had adult supervision and they were solving crimes because that's every show in the eighties. Um, and I don't know, there was just something about that. I wanted to do that. So I asked for a computer that year and asked for a computer the next year and asked for a computer the next year. I think the third year, my parents were like, all right, we're going to get him a computer. So I got a Commodore VIC-20, which was not powerful, <laughs> not even for the 80s. Um, but then I think a few years later, I got a, a Commodore 64, which was more powerful, although by the time I got it, it was still severely underpowered. But um, I would just play around with that and taught myself basic. Um, tried to learn mas- machine language at the time. You'd get these magazines with machine language code and you would type in the code not knowing at all what you're, what you're in- inputting, right? It's just hexadecimal code. Um, just input that and then play the game. Uh, so that's kind of how I got started. Where did you grow up? I grew up in Georgia. I was born in Atlanta. We moved to Savannah when I was 13. And I kind of went back and forth until I moved out here to to Colorado. How long have you been in Colorado? Almost 15 years. Almost 16 years. Wow. Why did you come to Colorado? Uh, Because it was the dot-com bust, and I couldn't get any work in in Atlanta. And uh, MX Logic said, hey, we'll, we'll pay you to move out here. So I'm like, well, what do I have to lose? So I thought I would move out here for a couple of years and then move back. And I tell people I was here a month. I was like, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not going back. Because <laughs> at the time at MX Logic, I guess you guys weren't in that building that I was in, but um, we were in that that more Western building. And so literally I could look out my window and see the mountains. And it was just amazing. I was like, what? I'm not going back. And we didn't have traffic back then like we have now. It's great. <laughs> what do you wish you had known when you started out? I'd wish I had known that you were going to have to read more code than you were going to write. And I wish I had known how important it was to debug code, um, which is something I thoroughly enjoy now. I love finding bugs, finding and fixing bugs. But um, I think back then I thought that was a thing. Back then I thought if I can learn this programming language, if I can learn... Visual Basic or C or something like that, then I can create any program I want. 
And I didn't know that there's just a lot involved to that. You know, there's a lot of debugging. There's a lot of planning. There's a lot of just, you, you know. And so now I do know these languages. And now I can create any language I, or any program I want. And I didn't know back then that it's kind of a pain. <laughs> it's still fun. I still love it and I still enjoy it. But it's still a lot more work than I thought it was going to be back then. I thought if I master this language, I can build anything I want just like that. And it's just not true. What? would you say is your biggest success so far? I didn't quit because that would have been easy. A lot of times to quit starting Rika, you know, I mean, I'd started several companies before and they failed, uh, in large part because of me, but, uh, you know, I didn't quit trying to start companies. Um, I didn't quit learning the language. So what uh, you, you brought up Rika. What is it about Rika Technologies and gotanappidea.com that got you excited to spend several years of your life at a very pinnacle of your career, like, you know, your maximum earning potential, your maximum, you know, ability to really get any job you would want? What is it that made you want to start this new venture and build this new concept? Why take that leap? Um, I wanted to work with you guys, you and Grant, first and foremost. I wanted to build, I wanted to work on interesting projects um, that I got to, to choose instead of projects that were like, here, go build this, that I just wasn't passionate about. Um, you know, in the past, especially during the dot-com booms and busts, it's like, go start a company, you can make a lot of money. And that's the, that's the number one focus. And this time it was like, I don't, that's, that's there. You know, I want to make money, but I want to make great products. I want to work, work with great people. That's what's most important, and that's why I did this. What do you think has been your most important failure so far, and why? Not believing that I was able to do it. And that's something that I still struggle with. Every time I start a new, a new thing, every start, time I start a new project, I just did something for a client that is so easy. I've been doing this for 25 years, right? And this was not hard at all. Even still, going into it, I'm like, can I do this? Can I pull this off? And at the same time, I'm going, yes, you can do this. Why are you thinking that? So that's that's something I don't know why. Uh, and, and on a certain level, I think that that's maybe um, – I guess it's fuel to keep going, right? Um, I, yeah, I can do this. I'm going to prove to myself that I can do this. Have you you've owned companies before? Yeah. Is, is this your first time striking out as an entrepreneur on your own? No, no. Um, but I, you know that. See, the problem the problem is to me a failure is is a mistake that you keep making you keep making the same mistake over and over again. And those weren't mistakes, you know? I mean, I learned so much from those from those companies, um, even though they didn't succeed. So I don't consider those a failure. So that's why this question is so tough, because uh, I'm trying to think of some mistakes that I keep making. I guess my original answer is a little bit of a failure in the sense that I keep thinking that, oh, am I gonna be able to do this? Even though I know deep down that the answer is yes, I can, I can do this, you know, so. What are you curious about right now? Um, I've been going back to basics. Uh, so right now I'm reading the C programming language book. 
Um, there's another book after that called Code, and I can't think of the guy's name. I think I've mentioned him on another podcast. Um, where in this book, they he really breaks it down and shows how you can make a, your own processor with light switches. And I'm I like going back to that. I like going back to those basics, those fundamentals, and sort of refreshing because I always I always pick up something new each time that helps me in what I'm doing now. So that's kind of what I'm curious about now is um, digging a little deeper each time and trying to understand more about the fundamentals. Uh, what's something you want people to know about you that we probably don't know? Uh, I'm bald. I don't know if you've noticed. <laughs> I hadn't. No. <laughs> the Incredibles is my favorite Pixar movie. <laughs> Why? I love the look of it, the, that sort of 50s, 60s look. Yeah, it's a great story. I mean, that's kind of up there at the pinnacle. I was just reading an article about how Pixar has just kind of not been doing great since Disney bought them. And that was that was at their pinnacle, right right around that era. And I saw it right when I met my wife. Maybe that's related. I don't know. <laughs> so if you were a superhero, what would your superpower be? Oh, Jack-Jack, totally, right? Because he can do it all. He can turn a little into a little demon. He can change himself to be solid lead. Uh, he can... Go to other dimensions. Yeah, he's got it all. Uh, what profession other than your own would you most like to attempt? I wish I'd gone into the military. That's one of my few regrets. I wish I'd gone into the military because it's hard. <laughs> They're insane <laughs> and they do the hard things. So, yeah, that. I don't I don't know that I would have made it uh, a career, but uh, that just, I don't know. I'm, I'm insane, though, because I hear these, I talk to these guys and I hear their stories of boot camp, and oh, that was so terrible. I'm like, that sounds like fun. I want to do that. It sounds awful, but it sounds like fun too. If you could give one piece of advice to 18-year-old you, what would it be? Believe in yourself more, I guess. You can do this. Just don't give up. Just keep trying. It's going to suck sometimes, and it's going to be a lot of fun sometimes. So just keep going. Tell me something that's true that almost nobody agrees with you on. The only thing that comes to mind is, and Jill and I were watching this the other day, there's this movie, it's Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan, called Joe Versus the Volcano. Almost universally hated by almost everybody I know. The only two other people that love that movie aside from me is Jill and my best friend. So that's the best I got. <laughs> is there anything else that you want people to know about you? Anything that you like to do or anything about your family or anything like that, that, that is interesting and exciting to you? Um, I mean, I could talk about jujitsu all day long now. I mean, I've completely fallen in love with that. Um, Why? Because it changes the way I think, you know, it, it definitely has changed my body. You know, physically, I'm much more healthy than I, I've probably ever been, but, um, the way it changes you and I don't even know how to describe it. Um, I'm much more calm and relaxed. That's that, it's that you go and you, you go do a hard workout and you go to a class and it's brutal. And like we were saying before, you're, you got a 200 pound guy on top of you and you're trying to get him off. Um, but the end of the, at the end of the class, everybody's just smiling, you know, and there's just sense of peace and the world hasn't existed for the last hour and a half. Um, it's the, it's, it's more like meditation than anything else, I think. Cool. Yeah. That's really cool. All right. Well, thank you for taking the time today with us. This has been Daryl Brogdon, who is the CIO of Reich Technologies and got an app idea.com. 
And uh, we will see you guys next time. Thanks. This episode of Incubate This was brought to you by GodAndAppIdea.com in partnership with Rika Technologies and The Rika Show. Visit us at rikatech.com for more fun with technology or at gotanappidea.com for more tips, tricks, strategies, and advice.